Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Lord, you're great in this place. There's no greater name than Jesus. Amen. There's no name greater. Thank you, Pastor Casey. There's no name greater. Brother Ernie, would you help me there? Hallelujah. I want to say it's an honor to be asked to minister in this place. It's an honor, Pastor Angie, Apostle Angie, thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you for coming. We give you praise, God. It's right here. Just want to honor my pastor and the leaders in the ministry. Hallelujah. God is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Ernie. Glory to your name, Jesus. God, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the healing today, the miracles that's taken place here. Thank you for this modern-day book of Acts. This is a church in action. It's the book of Acts right here being lived out in front of us. God is on the move. People are getting healed and saved. Miracles happen. Finances going to another level. Hallelujah, Jesus. God is amazing. Amen? All right. I have this morning for you a simple word. One day I may get a complicated one, I don't know. (laughs) But right now it's simple, amen? Today it's simple. I've come to tell you the story of the cross. It's a simple story, it's not real hard to figure out. Jesus. And it goes like this. I heard an old, old story of how my Savior came from glory. How he gave his life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. I heard about his groanings. Have you heard about his groanings? Have you heard how he suffered for us? Hallelujah. I heard about his groanings. Of his precious blood's atoning. And when I heard these things, when I heard about his groaning and his precious blood's atoning, I repented of my sins and I won the victory. Hallelujah. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me. How dare a superior spirit say when I found God. Hey, how dare a superior spirit say, when I found Jesus, Jesus wasn't lost. I was lost. He sought me. He came after me. Jesus came looking for you. We didn't go looking for him. He drew you by his spirit. Hallelujah. We get high-minded sometimes thinking we did all the work and say, when I found God, when I finally decided to go after God. The only reason we went after God is because he sought after you. He had enough love for you to tug on your heart and cause your heart to melt and to surrender. He loved me ere I knew him. Before I ever knew who Jesus was and what he did, he loved me when I was snorting cocaine. 
He loved me when I was back talking my mama and daddy. He loved me when I was cussing my school teachers out. He loved me when I was drunk and wallowing around in puke and vomit. He loved me when I was a thief. Woo! When I stole from other people, he loved me. He loved me before I knew him. Hey, it's an old, old story. How my Savior came from glory. He's, woo! It's a simple one, though. Woo! He sought me, he bought me with his redeeming blood. The cross is simple. Something has to die to get on here. Blood is shed. But how many of you know because he shed his blood, I am clean today. I am drug free today. I have a sound mind today. I have a marriage today. I have children and a home. Woo! I don't sleep in the alleys no more. He loved me ere I knew him. Now all of my love is due him. Jesus, I love you with all my heart, with all my soul, and with all my mind. Hallelujah. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. This is the story of the cross. This is the way God showed it, so I'm going to share it with you, okay? It starts in Genesis. Man thinks he knows so much. Because Adam and Eve operated in a superior spirit. Pastor Casey was bearing with me last night when you was preaching out of Genesis. I said Adam and Eve operated in a superior spirit and decided that they knew what was best for their lives. That they were to be the best ones fit to make the decision for what happens to old Timbo. Hey, uh, who knows better than what to do for me than me. Hallelujah. They operated in a superior spirit. The devil is a liar. God doesn't know. I'm going to figure it out myself. I'll come to church when I get good and ready. I know what's best for me. I'm not ready right now. I'll surrender one day. And decided they knew what was best for their lives. You ever thought you knew what was best for your life? Hey, I think I know where I need to go to church. Don't tell me where. God has a body, and you're to be planted in it. Get in that body where he wants you to be and don't get out. Stay there. Stay rooted. Stay grounded, or you're not going to be covered. Woo! Watermelons don't produce watermelons when they're pulled up out of the ground and brought over here and laid down. And then they're pulled up over here and they lay down. And they're not planted. Woo! To bear fruit, you got to have some dirt around you. you got to be planted. So they decided they knew better to obey God or not based on what they heard, what they saw with their own eyes, and based on what they heard someone else say. The serpent talked to them. The devil did. They decided they could make up their own mind. Woo! So they decided to disobey God and eat of the tree that he told them not to eat of. This is a gospel story. And in their severe mindset, they learned a very hard, hard lesson. Isaiah 59 and 2, please. It says this. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. Neither is his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But you and your sins have separated between you and your God. Your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. With sin separating them from God, they became spiritually lost. Stumbling around in a spiritual darkness. Superior spirit, where are you now? I know so much. That fruit was good. That one night stand was good. 
Woo! Where are you at now, superior spirit? Mom and daddy told you not to marry that boy. Pastor said, don't do it yet. Woo! Superior spirit, where are you now? Divorce court? The hospital? Woo! Is it okay if I just be real? Woo! I feel real. God is real. Amen? Hallelujah! Superior spirit, where are you now? Let me tell you, none of my friends came and stood beside me the day I had to pay $800-something for a DWI, but they sure helped me get it. I knew what was best. I knew I could drive from that party to my house. We do that with financial decisions. We don't pray. We go by feeling. Or we seek counsel and don't follow the counsel. Where yet now, superior spirit? Help me pay for this broke-down junker that won't run. That's a lemon, and the lemon law won't protect. Everybody don't come out like Sister Julie. She's a woman of prayer. Amen. But God, let me go on with this story. God who is rich in mercy and compassion, not wanting anyone to perish. Say, he didn't want me to perish. He sent his only. Only. See, we have trouble sending our only. We have problems giving God our only. This is my only 15 minutes I got this afternoon, God. This is my only hour I got. This is my only off day, God. I have trouble giving God my only a lot of times. Oh, this is the only $20 I got, God. This is the only last few minutes I got before I get to rest and lay down. I I can't pray right now. Hey, I said God sent his only. He didn't have any more left. He gave his only. Only. All that he had. If it's the only one, there is no more. Do you give God your only? Woo! I feel the Holy Ghost. His only son to show us the way back home to God our Father. He taught us. Wow. While Jesus was here, he manifested the kingdom of God. Amen? He taught us how to live for God. He taught us how to pray. Woo! He taught us how to humble ourselves. He taught us how to love our neighbor and the unlovable. He taught us how to forgive. And he taught us how to give our only. It's the only last remaining thing i got against that person, and I'm not forgiving them. God said give it. Hey! Give the only thing you got against them. He said forgive. He showed us how to tear the devil's kingdom down. He showed us how to cast out devils, how to heal the sick, how to raise the dead, how to cleanse lepers. Woo! Oh, can I get a witness? He opened the eyes of the blind. He opened deaf ears. And he broke every chain and set every captive free that came after him. Amen. Woo! He's a chain breaker of blind. Woo! He restores the sight of the blind. I could not see the way I needed to go. That's why I didn't seek him. He sought me. He sought me. How could I seek him if I'm blind? I didn't know where he was. I knew where he wasn't. He wasn't at Willie's. He wasn't on the backside of G.P. Lake at the wall. He never was at Stillian at the bonfire. He wasn't in the Hank Jr. CDs. He wasn't in the rock and roll concerts. He wasn't at the house, my house. On Sunday morning, we saved up money during the week to drink on Sunday. I'm sorry. Woo! But because God, rich in his mercy. Hallelujah. Because of this way of living and teaching, church folks killed him. Woo! 
I said that church. See, there's church folks and then there's followers of Christ. The church people crucified him. He got on their skin. Some of them got a little embarrassed when the Holy Ghost go to moving and they didn't know what to do. Ah! If you don't like it in here, tell God you don't like the book of Acts. See, they got embarrassed because he would rebuke devils. He would call out their carnality. Woo! He'd call it like it was. You brood of vipers. You worship me with your lips and your heart is far from me. But if they would have listened to him, that was their chance. Oh, God, my heart's far from you. Lord, forgive me. I'm going to get right right now. But they had a superior spirit and they did not have an ear to hear. So they would not listen. Luke 23, 44, 46. I gotta get this story out. And it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness all over the earth until the ninth hour. And the sun was darkened, and the fell of the temple ran in the mist. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, hey, I said it hurt. He cried with a loud voice. Woo! You ever cried out to God with a loud voice and got out of your religious self and quit trying to have fancy prayers and just tell God like it is? God, I need help today. Woo! He has never answered. Oh, you great and benevolent one. Not for me, he hasn't. So, anyway. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, Father, into my hands I commend my spirit. Into thy hands I commend my spirit. Woo! Have you cried that out loud? Have you told him, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Not my will, but your will, God. Have you cried it out loud enough where your husband can hear it? Or where your mom and daddy can hear it? Where your boss man can hear it? Have you shouted it in public that you commend your spirit into the hand of God? Not my will, but thy will. I'm not ashamed of this gospel of Jesus Christ, Paul said. Does your neighbor know? Are you embarrassed to tell someone? Hanging on a cross naked in front of his family, Jesus said, I give myself to you, O God. Like this wasn't enough. Looked pretty surrendered to me. But he was humble. This was a dark moment in, the, in, the, in that place. The sky was dark. The dead body of Jesus was hanging there on the old wooden cross. It looked like everything Jesus had came to do. All of his promises looked like it was gone. I'm telling you, if you're under a kingdom and your king gets crucified in front of the whole city, it looks like all hope is lost to the natural mind. His followers thought, now what? What's going to happen now? You ever ask God, now what? God says, believe. That's what. John 19, 19, let me tell you what happened. And Pilate wrote a title. Pilate made a sign. Oh, superior Pontius Pilate decided he would make a sign and put on the cross and the writing of Jesus of Nazareth, the King of Jews. This title then read, Many of the Jews. This is John 19, 19 through 22. It said, This title read, Many of the Jews. Many of the Jews were there, for the place where Jesus was crucified was not to the city, and it was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. 
Pontius made a sign that he made sure it was plain. If you spoke redneck, you could hear it. If you wrote, spoke Ebonics, you could read it. If you spoke Southern Arkansas English, you could read this sign. And the sign I'm about to show you, you can read. Amen? Hallelujah. Then the chief priest of the Jews said to Pilate, Don't write king of the Jews on this sign on the cross. But the chief priest said, Write that sign saying, He said, I am the king of the Jews. Another superior spirit. Don't put that, don't give him the glory and tell him he is king of the Jews. I know better. I'm Pontius Pilate. I will call him what I say. The chief priest didn't want him to have any glory. Pilate answered and said, what I have written, I have written. I am Pilate, the all-knowing superior Pilate. This was done in a spirit because Pilate thought himself to be a high enough authority that he could mock the word of God. Pilate did not know the word of God, evidently, or he would have never wrote that sign. Everybody knew he was king of kings and lord of lords. Hallelujah. Woo. But God, everybody say, but God. The great I am of Exodus, the one who said in Isaiah 45, 5, I am the Lord and there is none else. There is no God besides me. He did not say besides me in Pilate there is no other. He said none besides me. No one besides me. No other living soul has the final say. Not what Pilate says, not the chief priest, not what church, that what God says. Who the I am had his own sign. This is what God showed me in prayer. He hung his own sign on that cross. God said, my son reads to be continued. Hey, I don't care what it looks like. Hey, I don't care what it sounds like. I said on the third day he would rise and he's going to rise. I said the work of Jesus Christ is to be continued. The authority of Jesus Christ. See, the authority of Christ is to be continued. Hallelujah. Woo. His work is to be continued. 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4 says, For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and then he rose again in the third day according to the Scriptures. God said, The death, the burial, and the resurrection power is to be continued. Hallelujah. Woo. It's not over, baby. See, to be continued is used a lot in television. Can you put up the picture, please? See, in in TVs and movies, you'll be watching along, and all of a sudden you get to the good part. How many remember this, Lonesome Dove? If you watch Lonesome Dove, you'll know. You saw to be continued many times. Many, many times. Why? Why? Because it means the story doesn't end there. 
It was six hours of tape. Continued over four times in 1989. Woo! Everybody that had a TV set with rabbit ears and antenna outside with some tinfoil on it was watching Lonesome Dove. And if you had enough kids, you had one out at the pole, one in there by the window, one over there by the antenna on the TV, and you was giving them all signals to the left, to the right. You remember those days? Hold it right there, hold it right there. But yeah, they'll go missing. It's all right, just hold it. I'll tell you about it. Lonesome Dove. An estimated 26 million homes tuned in to watch Lonesome Dove. Unusually high numbers for Westerns at that time. To be continued. Why? Because the story wasn't over. It wasn't over. The story of the cross isn't over. Amen? All right. I have another example. After my first date... After my first date with Sister Brandy, I went home. I said, Woo, that's one hot mama. This has got to be continued. Hallelujah. This has got to be continued. Hallelujah. You can't, that story cannot end right here. <laughs> Does this make sense? It has to be continued. Woo. Hallelujah. But you know what? Sister Brandy had her boundaries. Like all single ladies, she said, oh, oh, oh. If you like it, you ought to put a ring on it. If you like it, you got to put a ring on it. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, oh. Woo! <laughs> she said, if you don't put a ring on it, it's not going to be continued. I'm just here to tell you. Woo! <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> to be continued, that story had to keep on. Woo. For 21 years, that story has kept on. Because I found a ring. I put a ring on it. Woo, she said yes. Hallelujah. Wow, that is a miracle. Still not sure why she said yes. Hallelujah. Spirit is up here. I'll try to hurry, y'all. Does this make sense? The next time this happened to me in my life, it was 19 years ago, when Jesus sought after me, and he saved me so, Pastor Casey. He saved me so, so radical. I said, Jesus, this has to be continued. It's got to go more than one night. It's got to go more than two nights. I still got to come after you next Sunday and next Wednesday. Ah! Holy Ghost, I don't know what just happened to me, but it's got to be continued because once I was lost and now I'm found. I was filthy and unholy and now I'm clean. Jesus, this has to be continued. It's not over, Lord. Tell me it's not over. He loved me. He washed me. He set me free. He forgave me. He raised me up. He put me in an awesome ministry. Thank you, Pastor. Hallelujah. Have you told Jesus, God, I love you so much. This has got to be continued. He wants a ring, too. 
like he got to put a ring on it. Amen. Whew. See, in Revelations 4, 10 through 11, it says this. The four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne, and they worship him that liveth forever and ever. And they cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Thou art worthy, O God, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are, and we were created. In 2 Timothy 4.8, it says, Henceforth there is a laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Everyone say crown of righteousness. There's a crown of righteousness laid up for me. Who God, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me. Slow down, no good, sorry, pitiful me. Woo! The one that's resisted him. The one that's fought against him. The one that wouldn't listen. The one that was rebellious. The one that was superior. Hey, he's got a crown of righteousness. Woo! Unto all of them also that love his appearing. If you love his appearing every day, you tell him, Jesus, this has to continue. This has to be continued. When you get up in the morning, you tell him, this has to be continued. If you love his appearing. Not everybody's excited about Jesus. Without holiness or righteousness, no man shall see the Lord. So this crown of righteousness. And God said that this casting of the crowns before his throne is to be continued. See, I'm going to join with them singing David Brammer's song. All the saints and angels bow before your throne. All the elders cast their crowns before the Lamb of God. And sing, you're worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things. And to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Jesus, you are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things. And to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Woo! Day and night they sing. Day and night they sing. Day and night let incense arise. Day and night they're casting their crowns. But let me tell you about this crown. God doesn't hand this crown out because you're cute. Woo, I said he don't hand this crown out because you're cute. He hands it out because we have died to ourselves. We've gotten free from a superior spirit. We've overcame sin. We've humbled ourselves. We've stopped doing things that grieve the Holy Ghost. When God wants you to be somewhere and you won't go, that's grievous. When he wants you to get in your place and you won't get in your place, that's grievous. Woo, it's grievous. 
He died to set us free. We died to control and start allowing God to have his way in our life. When are we going to get over the fact that ain't nobody looking at me when I'm worshiping? Just enter into God. Woo! Hallelujah. When are we going to forget about ourselves? Hallelujah. See, this crown is not handed out because you went to a certain church. You only get this crown if you take up your cross and follow Jesus. This highly sought-after place of honor will be cast at the feet of Jesus. But if you have a superior spirit, you're not going to cast your crown. If you think you're entitled to it, then Jesus ought to just give it to you because you do a little good every once in a while. We live in an entitled generation. He places it on the heads of those that are faithful. Those that will humble themselves and say, God, search me, oh God. See if there be any wicked way in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, when you cast this crown before the Lord, you're saying all the hell and suffering I had to go through, Jesus, for this righteousness of you, you are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all, Jesus. It was worth every minute, God. You are worthy, Jesus. This is what God showed me. Hallelujah. Being born again is where God continues the story of your life. When you get born again, God says, you must be continued. Amen? See, if a moving has an ending, then you'll not see this sign. I'll be like this. Because the end is there. If you're not born again, this is the end of your story. This is how the end of your life movie looks. The end. There's an ending. Backslider. If you're away from God, come home. Come home. Your story has an ending. God said, I sent my only son so that you could be continued. Hallelujah. But if you run away from me. Whoo. Romans 12, 11, 21 and 22. For if God spare not the natural branches, take heed lest he also spare not thee. Behold the goodness and severity of God on them which fail. Severity toward, toward thee, goodness, if you continue in his goodness. Otherwise, thou shalt be cut off. John 3, 16 and 19 says that God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes in him will not perish. If you believe in him, you allow him to be continued in your life. The things that Jesus did. Amen. He that believeth on him not... Is condemned already. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, the life of Jesus is to continue in you today, or your story has an ending. Jesus said, Not everyone that saith unto me, Matthew 7 21 and 23, He said, Not everyone that said unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father which is heaven, in heaven. What is the will of his Father? That Jesus Christ be continued in me. That is the will of God. That the Holy Spirit of Jesus continue through me. For it is written in Romans, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God, and give an account for himself. See, on Judgment Day, we're going to stand before God, and we're going to give account 
for everything we did. And you know what? He's going to ask one question. Was Jesus continued in you? Was Jesus continued in you? Did you allow the Holy Ghost to have his way in you? Did Jesus continue in you? He's not going to ask you what church you went to. He is not going to ask what denomination you were or your major theological doctrinal beliefs. He's not going to ask for your commentary. He's going to ask you, was my son continued in you? Yeah! Did you cast out devils? Did you heal the sick? Did you raise the dead? Did you show others the way? Woo! Did you pull down strongholds? Hallelujah. Jesus is to be continued in you and me. Hallelujah, Jesus. In Matthew 20, 25 and 28, almost through. Jesus called unto him and he said, um, The princes of the Gentiles have dominion over them, and they exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you, for whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Oh, even as the Son of Man, Matthew 20 and 28, even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. He came not to be ministered to, but to minister. Hallelujah. This service is to be continued. He said it is to be continued. I am to serve those, serve others, not myself. The Spirit, Spirit won't allow this to happen. Hallelujah. Jesus said, John 14, 11 and 13, he said, uh, if you believe that I'm in the Father and the Father's in me, also or else believe me for the work's sake. He said, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believes on me, the works that I do, he also shall do, and greater works than these, because I go to my Father. What was he saying? What you've seen me do. You've seen me wash feet, I want you to wash feet. You've seen me raise the dead, I want you to raise the dead. Hallelujah. <laughs> you've seen me break down strongholds and push back religious bound barriers. Push them back. Woo. Hallelujah, Jesus. See, Jeremiah 29 says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. Not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. What are those plans? Those plans are for Jesus to be continued on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Woo. One more. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. In Luke 4, 18, he, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Hey, this is to be continued. Preach the gospel to the poor. A breakthrough ministry is not for pastor only. A breakthrough ministry is times every person in here. There ought to be a hundred breakthrough ministries in here. It's to be continued. Ah, I said it's to be continued. Preach the gospel. That means you. That means me. Preach the gospel to the poor. Not everybody likes hanging out with the poor. Sure don't. Mm -mm. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He's still talking to us. 
to preach deliverance to the captives. Woo! Jesus said, let this be continued deliverance to the captives. Hallelujah. Depression will leave. Suicide will leave. Nicotine will leave. Pornography will leave. Hallelujah. Yay. If this is continued in you. Recovering the sight of the blind. Woo. Oh, what a glorious day when you have someone else see what God has showed you. Has he showed you anything? Hallelujah. Amen. All right. And to set it free, literally those that are bruised, preach the acceptable gear of the Lord. One thing that amazes me is how, how little Christians often pray. And the reason it amazes me, I know I've been guilty. Wait till you go through a fire, a trial. You'll see where your prayer life is. You can go through that fire and trial with the peace of God and without anxiety and knowing thus saith the Lord what God says. You've got a prayer life. But if you're kicking and screaming and calling and posting all over Facebook, God got a solid prayer request. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. How come 30 and 40 year old saved saints are asking for so many prayer requests? Pray for me, brother, for this. Pray for me for that. Pray for me for that. Because they're not praying. I know I was one of them. Go through a trial. God said your faith will be tested. And we still think these things are strange, even though he said, don't think this is strange because it happens to everybody. God, why has this got to happen to me? Why me, Lord? I told you don't think it was strange. We don't even believe him. One more thing. Luke 6, 12 and 13. Speaking of prayer. Luke 6, 12 and 13. And it came to pass in those days that he, Jesus, went into a mountain to pray. And he continued seven or eight minutes in prayer to God. He prayed all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called on him, the disciples, And of them he chose 12, whom he also named apostles. He prayed, how long? All night. All night. I heard a pastor on TBN, I don't know his name, but I heard him put it like this. That Jesus prayed all night to the Father. He said he made a connection for direction to make a selection. Hallelujah. He had to make a connection to get direction in order to make a selection. Yay. That's why it worked for him. He prayed. All night prayer, still to be continued. Amen. This is an old, old story. I didn't just make it up. Modernists didn't get a hold of this. It's been written for a long time. Jesus, he taught this story with his life. So it's a simple story. If you'll stand, I'll share the very last scripture. Hey, I learned. Apostle Paul said, finally, brethren, and he keeps on another chapter. I'm not. Hallelujah. Philippians 1.6 says this. He said, I'm certain that God who began a good work in you will continue it to the end. He said, I am certain that the God who began a good work in you 
will continue that work to the end. Amen. The Lord is saying today that he's begun a good work in some of us. That he wants to continue. But I haven't been letting him continue it. He said he wanted to continue what he started. In order for him to continue on, I have to continue to submitting myself to the presence and the power of God. Amen? I have to make myself available if God is going to continue to do something in me. So right now, if you don't want the end of your story to say this, but you want God to say the work I started in you is being continued, I want you to come. Come on.